Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Backstage Podcast. My name is George Santrizos, and I cannot be more excited about this week's guest. For many Canadians, but especially for Montrealers, Bruni Surain is a sports icon and an Olympic legend. On this episode, we talk about his journey as a very young immigrant from Haiti, his ambition and struggle to become a professional athlete, his exceptional accomplishments as a four-time Olympian, gold medalist, world champion, Canadian Olympic Hall of Famer, and Sports Hall of Famer. We also talk about his continued involvement as a mentor and philanthropist, as well as his very successful transition to entrepreneurship. Oh, I also let you in on a little secret I've kept for a long time about his near jump into politics. Enjoy the conversation. Bruni, thanks so much, man. I appreciate your time. Hey, it's my pleasure. I'm just going to go on the record here and say that you look like you can get on the track and still kick some serious butt. <laughs> it's just the look. It's just a look, man. <laughs> I'm sure it's not. I'm sure it's not. You still train? No, you look fantastic. I train. I train a little bit. You know, I uh, start to do uh, swimming. And when I go to the gym, I do elliptical. And uh, But everything with uh, has impact on my knee. L- I, stay, I stay away from that because my, uh, my cartilage... After that, eighteen years of uh, of sure. track and everything damaged it a little bit. It's taking a beat. It's, uh, it's taking a beat. So I, I I'll be careful. Yeah, but yeah. you still look good. Cause thank you. The other <laughs> the other day I went to the gym with my wife and I did twenty minutes of cardio. Oh, okay. And nice. I thought I'd die. Yeah. <laughs> like that was my training. And but you have to keep doing it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, that's usually people's pre-training. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and for me, it was my complete training. Oh, um, I appreciate it. I, I appreciate it. Um, the idea, obviously, behind this podcast is to bring people that either I had the pleasure of working with or people that I would have loved to have worked with because of their contribution um, to, to society. And uh, we had a few events that we ran into each other, and that's why I thought about you. Yeah. And because you're doing amazing things that we're going to talk about, I thought you'd be a, an interesting person uh, to bring value to the people that are uh, that are listening to the podcast. Thanks. Um, I don't think there's anyone in Quebec that doesn't know who Bruni Surain is, <laughs> honestly. Um, but you know, we're gonna we're gonna do a little bit of a of a backtrack, see, um, get to know you a little bit better. Um, what you're working on right now, and um, again, I just want to appreciate uh, the time that you take. Uh, Pleasure. So. You, um, you're not from Quebec, obviously. You're from, uh, you were born in Haiti. Haiti, yep. You came here at a very young age. Yep. I came here at uh, seven years old. Uh, my parents uh, came uh, one year uh, before us. We were three kids at that time back in uh, back in Haiti. They started working here in Quebec and everything. And a year after, only my dad came back to uh, to Haiti uh, to to bring us uh, to uh, to Quebec. Yeah, it's a uh-huh. great uh, great memories. How yeah. was that whole experience for you? It was, it was, um, I could say a little bit scary, I could say, because I, I came in an in environment that I, I didn't, I didn't know about. Actually, yeah. when my dad came to, uh, to Haiti, he brought us some uh, winter jacket and I was like, <laughs> what, is uh, what is this for? What is this for? What do you want me to do with that and everything? And I, I start to learn a little bit about the, about the, the, the country, about the province and everything. And, um, I, we made it and, uh, I came on in winter time. Uh, January 7th. That's so bad. That's so bad. And uh, to tell you the truth, till today, I hate winter. <laughs> yeah. I don't like winter. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a summer. I'm a summer guy, but uh, we have a great, yeah. great, great country, great city. Absolutely. I love it. 
yeah. you're not alone. Uh, <laughs> I can't stand. Like November comes, yep. and, and I think I, like many people here, go into depression until now, around yeah. March, April. Yeah. Then I get happy again. But you know what I do? I have, uh, and now even even today, I still have an opportunity to go to go to go away. I mean, just recently, I was in uh, in, in Barbados yeah. for eight days. You make, <laughs> sure, you make sure you make sure you book those between November and exactly. March. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so it's great. It's great. Oh, that's funny. Um, but um, you know, coming to Quebec, I mean, it, it, when you look back. Is this something that you uh, and your family always dreamed about? Is it something that you thought, look, we need to get out of Haiti? Or what was the idea behind leaving and coming here? I'm always interested. And I'm, mm-hmm. you know, I meet a lot of people that have immigrated here. And yeah. uh, my parents are immigrants. So it's always interesting to me to, to, to see the story. I guess my, uh, talking to my, uh, my parents, it was uh, just an, uh, an, an, uh, an opportunity. To have a to have a potential uh, a better life. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, of course, I mean, I mean, we're not gonna hide that there's more uh, opportunity uh, opportunity here. Uh, I was too young to to understand all yeah. the, the the thing and everything. My my job at that time was like, okay, go to school, learn you learn your lesson, because if you don't learn your lesson, you're gonna you're gonna pay the price at school. <laughs> I don't know if it's still like that though. I, I would be interested to see I, if I it's still like I, that. I don't know if you're paying the uh, price at school more like you're paying the price at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's that was Both. My, yeah, Both. That, that, that was my environment. <laughs> a little bit, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that because I was talking with some friends and we were looking back at how strict our parents were. Oh you know, God. and very well intentioned but yeah. strict. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, we were thinking, you know, before becoming parents, we thought in the back of our minds, yeah, I'm gonna be tough on my kids. I'm gonna be the boss. And we all, without exception, yeah. all of yeah. us realized yeah. how much our kids are stepping all over us. Yeah, <laughs> they're taking, they are taking over. I said that to my kids, my two daughters, all the time. I mean, uh, I mean, the way my parents was 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 tough on me and everything. Yeah. But uh, yeah, of course, that it was a different uh, era and everything. But uh, they, today they are spoiled. They are very spoiled. And, and I don't know if I feel bad about. It. I don't know if I'm. Uh, it's bad. I don't really feel bad about it. I don't know. Maybe because they're still too young and I don't know. Your daughters are older, so I'm, I have yeah, a lot yeah, of advice yeah. to ask you because <laughs> uh, I also have daughters. But yeah, yeah. I, I, it doesn't really bother me. Honestly, I don't care. Uh, I like it. Uh, you know, as long, as long as they are, they are, uh, come on, uh, we say um, they are uh, recognized, yeah. like the opportunity yeah. they have and everything. Mm-hmm. And they see that they are very, very, very fortunate. Yeah. And at the same time that I, I spoil them a lot also. But I always keep tell them to keep in mind that one day you have to you have to help uh, uh, others, uh, others yeah, and give back. Because yeah. You have to give back. You have to give See, back. See, you it's different because you came here as an immigrant, so you built yeah. everything that you have. Yeah. In my case, I was born here. Mm-hmm. I didn't. Obviously, my parents, you know, didn't have anything to give us. Yeah. Uh, so, I, I, to some extent, I mean, I have to, I had to work hard also, but yeah. uh, it's a different um, uh, it's a different situation where you built everything. Mm-hmm. And you understand what it takes, right? Yeah. The sacrifice and the hard work involved. Uh, whereas in my case, I just grew up here. Yeah. I was born here and I'm just looking at my kids grow yeah, up yeah. now. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah, I understand, I understand. But you have uh, this the 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 thing. So I don't I don't want to say that the the the, the danger, but sometimes when you are in this uh environment, I don't want to say that uh, it's easy. Okay, well, yes, it's easier that if I was an in, in, in 80, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna gonna hide that. <laughs> but it's like sometimes you say, Well, here you have all this great opportunity. I, uh, matter in fact, I remember the first thing my, my mom told me. Because when I came uh, to to Quebec, I haven't seen her for 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 a year, and one of the first thing that she told me, I said, "Okay, well, listen, Bruni, here, 
you have all the opportunity and in, in, in your hand. I mean, you have to to work very hard. You can achieve whatever you uh, you want and your p- potential and everything. And don't forget something. I um, mean, life, there's no shortcut. Mm-hmm. Meaning, don't whatever you're going to do, whatever your dream, your goal, don't cheat. I was I was at at seven years old, so I was I was uh, raised with that that attitude. Okay, yeah. well here, uh, I can I can succeed. I have all this opportunity. So I'm gonna go after it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go after it because if you don't go after it, yeah, the talent the the, the opportunity is there, but you're just letting pass pass by you. Mm-hmm. So that's why one of my goal um, today as a as a speaker. That's what I said to to kids, even kids who who are born here. Or kids who are uh, immigrant and everything, guys. There's a lot of opportunity here. No excuses. Mm-hmm. I don't take excuses for for nothing. I mm-hmm. mean, sometimes people are gonna say, okay, young kids are gonna say, well, I cannot succeed because I'm an immigrant or I'm black or I'm this. I'm not. Well, you, you've been through that. You, so. I've been through so that. You're proof I mean, that it can I, work. Basically. You you have to work your butt off. Yeah. I mean, don't, don't I, I don't accept to 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 to, to hear that. The negativity. I mean, the, the negativity. I don't want to hear it. Yeah. Do you uh, have you been back to Haiti? I haven't I haven't gone back uh yet. I mean there's uh there was a couple of times there was a opportunity and um there was still because I've I have people uh sometimes friends close friends said okay well wait a little bit. Yeah. And sometimes the the the, the 50 or the percent of my friends were like okay well you can go but be careful and at the same time you don't know when something like political going to happen yeah, or anything. Yeah, yeah. So, so I mean I'm in the, the 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 mindset of like 50% I'm gonna go f- the other fifty percent. I hesitate. Just recently, uh, again, I had friends who, who were there, mm-hmm. and they were stuck. Yeah, yeah, because of the whole airport situation, the yeah, whole yeah. airport situation, right. and everything. And people were telling me, "Well, you see, if you have gone, you that would be you." I'm like, "Okay, well, oh, well." Knowing you but, though, you would have taken uh, the the positive approach, and you just would have hung out on the yeah. beach. Yeah. <laughs> Airports, couple closed. of days more <laughs> yeah, <it's okay. laughs> to enjoy. <laughs> but it's unfortunate, though. You know, it, yeah. it just seems that they're on this streak of uh, unlucky events uh, happening. And and I have a lot of friends, obviously, that are that are Haitian, and yeah. uh, I asked them a little bit, and you know, a lot of them still have family, and they've been through a lot. You know, especially the last yeah. ten years yeah. with the earthquakes, and you know, the whole political situation. It's event there. after event after event after event. You know, but I'll tell you but, one thing because I've had the privilege of working very closely with uh, Haitians and the Haitian community. They are extremely hardworking and resilient people. Um, And these things, it it can never put them down. That's at least what I've understood uh, from the Haitian people. That's, that's, uh, you are right. And uh, one image I I remember uh, back when they had a big, big uh, earthquake. I mean, uh, we we all saw saw Uh that on on, on CNN and everything. And when you see like there was a, there was a kid uh, uh, trapped for I think uh, almost two days and everything. And and finally they 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 they, they, they find the kid yeah. and everything, and it was like, okay well, and moments after that he was like okay I'm alive and a big smile big smile yeah oh wow yeah that's crazy they have you know? they have an um, uh, an outlook on life that is in generally is in general very positive yeah. very let's party let's that like they're very uh, happy minded yeah. individuals yeah very happy and I I I inner it. That from my from from my parents. I mean, just recently, a, a, a guy at my uh, my my complex where I live said, "Mr. Surin, it's like it's 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 good to see you. You're always happy." I'm like, "Well, life is good. <laughs> life is good. Even even when sometimes I mean, yeah, we, we had bad days or everything. I always always 100% look at 
on the on the bright side. You have no choice. You have then, no choice. Because then it's like a spiral, yeah. right? It's like this spiral that just keeps going and yeah. it's going the wrong way. The wrong way. I mean, look at what what's what's around us. Every day there's there's bad news and everything. So if you're gonna focus and keep your mindset on that all this negativity or it's going bad at work and 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 uh, at home and uh, and the, the environment, I mean, you you're never gonna be happy. You know, you have to you have to to to, to shift your uh, your mindset for sure. Yeah. Were you from a young, uh, from a young boy? Were you thinking uh, about athletics? Were you active? Was it was it part of your, um, uh, your reality uh, to become an athlete? Uh, back in eighty, yeah. Back in eighty, no. Uh, back in eighty, my my only the only thing I can remember is like go to school, uh, do your homework, and uh, every day after I finish my my uh, my studies and everything, I was playing uh, football, yes, soccer. Yeah. Uh, every day, yeah. and that's 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 all I remember, just for for fun, you know. But I never thought uh, back then that one day I would I would do track mm-hmm. because I'd, anyway there was no track. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the only thing we had as a sport back then was uh, soccer. Everyone yeah. was playing soccer, and it's only when I when I came to uh, to uh, to Canada and high school that I I learn about like uh, other sports and everything. But uh, it was uh, I started track actually uh, late. Compared to to the, my other uh, competitors, how old were you when you started, or when I, you picked I, up interest? I started uh, a little bit interest at uh, almost uh, 18 years old, 17, 18 years old. Yeah, that is uh, a, that is a bit late. I, yeah, when I saw when I was uh, looking at the uh, uh, Olympic Games back in uh, 1984, uh, actually yes, uh, 17 years old, and after that I saw uh, I saw um, a guy, an athlete actually who run, who won. Uh, four gold medals, uh, Carl Lewis, mm-hmm. and he became uh, suddenly my uh, my idol, and um, I wanted to be like him. And from that moment, I start track and field. And uh, when I said to people that uh, because I always did sport, right? And I said to people, okay, well, uh, people say that I have talent. My my a coach who was trying to recruit me uh, like five years before that said that I have the talent. I'm ready to put on the work. I said one day I want to be uh, an Olympian, mm-hmm. and one day I want to be like Carl. I want to be as fast as 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 Carl, and uh, why not faster? Oh my God! Everybody was laughing at me. Well, yeah, because he was such an icon, Carl Lewis. He was an an icon. He's like, oh, well, Bruni, come on, how 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 are you gonna one day run faster than me? You're crazy, man. <laughs> you know, and I was like, uh, say people were saying that it's impossible. And with the mindset I had, remember, seven years old, what my mom told yeah. me. My mom told me, push. well, if I work hard, push, 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 you can do it. I said, well, I'm going to do it. So and actually, 15 years later, at the age of uh, 32 years old, the ultimate gold, uh, I, I achieved it. Yeah. 984 and the 100 meters. Yeah. And uh, when I realized that, because at first, when I saw 984, I mean, I finished second. And at, the time, at that time, it was the second fastest of all time yeah. in the 100 meters. I didn't realize because I was like, okay, just finished competing and yeah. everything. It's only after that because all the medalists were getting tested for, for, for yeah. doping and everything. And I was waiting for my, uh, for my turn to go uh, do the test and everything. And my wife was just beside me. And suddenly, I'm like, hey, wait a minute. I run 984. <laughs> and she was like, okay, yeah, you run that like two hours ago. What's wrong with you? you know? yeah. And I was like, and I have this all this image 
it was like a movie. I, I, I mean, it's crazy. I saw myself like at 17 years old, looking at the Olympic games on TV and everything. And I'm like, okay, well, this is what I want to do. Uh, this is where I'm going. I want to participate at the Olympic games. People were laughing at me. Uh, people, a lot of people sometimes didn't give me a chance. Uh, people were laughing and everything. And I'm, and my, my, the, the film finished by the first coach who recruited me, Daniel Sensilao, who told me a, a quote. And I'm, I'm still using that quote today at 51 years old. The quote is, the me I see is the me I'll be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my God. 32 years old. When I realized that my body just started shaking, mm-hmm. just like this. I'm like, oh, my God. You was right. You was right. Yeah. And that's 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 the same quote I'm using today on my on my uh, my daily life. I have I have big goals. It, it's incredible to see how uh, you know. And, and we spoke about this before going on air. I had your good friend Nick Macrosanaris on on the podcast, and yeah. he said the, yeah. a, a very similar story. He just yeah. woke up one day. He was inspired by Donovan Bailey and said, "Look, I want to be that." It's unfortunate it wasn't me, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> We'll, we'll send him the message. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll text him after that. But, and I, because I always thought that him and even you, yeah. uh, you had picked up this interest from a young age and you were developing yourself to become this athlete. And then, so, and then you know, the Olympics happened and then history took its place. But mm. I was shocked to find out that, you know, he and yourself as well, you, you, you look at this um, sports icon, you get inspired. Yeah. And then four years later, you're at the Olympics. Yeah. That must be like an unbelievable feeling. It, it, it's, it's crazy. Because you know what? Uh, it took me the first time I saw my idol. I was at the world championship and in, in, actually in Greece. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, no, actually that was in Rome. Uh, uh, Rome, Italy. And I saw Carlo was just beside me. Mm. And I'm like, oh my God. This is the guy I saw on TV. This is the guy who inspired me and everything. And I, I wasn't even focused on my competition. I was just looking at him and everything. And at some point, he, he saw that I was looking at him. And uh, he just gave me like a, hey, what's yeah, up? Yeah. Meaning, okay, well, what's up? Hi. But now focus on your thing, you know? <laughs> yeah. But it's, 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 uh, it's, it's crazy. It, it's crazy. I mean, when you see that, I mean, today, I'm, I'm, a lot of time I'm thinking about the past and everything, my, the way I... I, uh, uh, I had my career, the ups and downs and everything. It's it it's crazy. And that's what I said to people. When you have a dream, can be like anything, just go after it. Yeah. Because sometimes I, I sit back and I'm like, if I didn't go for it today, I would be like, oh my God. What if? What if? Yeah. What if? Yeah. What if I try? Yeah. What if I mean I have today I've I have different businesses. What if I I, I was too scared to to go after it yeah. today, I would have regrets for sure, and I don't want to have regrets. What were the challenges of? Because I mean, your career spans for a very long time. I mean, mm-hmm. a four-time Olympian uh, in track and field. I don't know how uh, how uh, how regular that is. Uh, I certainly haven't seen many mm-hmm. athletes achieve that. What are, What are the challenges uh, of having and building that kind of successful career in track? The ch- the challenge is uh, like to always, always to to stay that uh, inspiration the, uh, there, like the, the 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 drive. What I used to do is I used to write a lot. I mean, my ultimate goal is this, and this year 
this is what I want to do. My goals and everything and everything. You visualize and the visualization yeah. and everything. And also that my my challenges also in training. Because to get to the competition, you need the training. And sometimes the training can be boring. Yeah. Uh, I'm not I'm not gonna mm-hmm. lie. Sometimes the, the training is boring. And before you go to training, you know you're gonna suffer. And you know after that you're gonna you can have cramps and everything, you're gonna sleep bad, you can sleep and have cramps and everything. It's not fun. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you're like, okay, you have to put on the work in order to achieve that performance. If you don't do the work, you're not gonna go there. Mm-hmm. So it's a choice. Yeah. It's and I I made the decision to 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 do it, and I suffer like a lot in training. I kept all my uh, training log, and if I if I look at it today, last time I I look at it, I'm like, oh my god. Oh my God! I, I was doing that. I was crazy. But how, how bad do you want it? Mm-hmm. How bad do you want it? I mean, sometimes today I see, I see. I don't want to 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 knock on 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 people's head and everything. Sometimes I see like people want to start business. I mean, mm-hmm. young entrepreneurs and everything, and they want, they want, they want. But do you put on the work? Or with a first sign of failure, they give up. They give up. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't go like that. Mm-hmm. If I tell you. Uh, the many uh, I don't like to use the, the the word failure and everything like bad performance and everything. I could tell you till tomorrow, before the Olympic medal. Oh, the amount of the, the amount of failures you had, or oh, yes. the obstacles that oh, you yes. had to, to. Oh yes, there was a lot. But see, this is this. It comes down to this, and and very often because uh, I, I see a lot of youngsters too. Of course, I was in another um, sphere, right? I was in politics. Yeah. Um, they they had a, a problem understanding that you know failure it's just part of the process yeah you know so you just have to turn the page yep. the quicker you turn the page yeah uh and you keep progressing well you know you're gonna achieve whatever you have to achieve yeah and i don't know i mean I'm, i try to think back when i was young um uh, obviously i can't remember but it just seems that there's a lot of youngsters that get discouraged discouraged they get discouraged they anticipate the worst what if i invest so much time in this project and it doesn't work. Or it's the opposite. They see everything now on social media and they think that it's easy. Easy. Yeah. It's easy. It's gonna take like, it's gonna yeah. it's gonna be it's gonna be like yeah. that. Well, Man, 20-year-old billionaire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> it's gonna be like that, you know. I'm gonna have I'm gonna start this business and the first year we're gonna make millions and yeah. it's gonna be easy. It's not like that. That's not the reality. Yeah. You read, you read some uh uh what's it say? Fairy tale? Yeah, fairy tale. Yeah, fairy tale story. But uh, mm-hmm. that's happened once in the blue moon, you know. But uh, don't 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 have this this attitude that uh, everything everything is easy. Man, in fact, today my my uh, my post was if you haven't failed you haven't succeed for sure well i believe that i believe that so if you think that okay well i'm going to do this it's going to be like that you have the wrong wrong state of mind i asked i asked nick the question i'm i'm referring to nick because you guys yeah. raced together yeah uh, and while i was you know doing some research uh, to prepare i you know in the back of my mind i always thought that amateur sport in canada was almost um, the funding was almost inexistent. And mm-hmm. in the back of my, the image that I had, and probably because you look at the American teams and they have such huge delegations and they always have, you know, relatively good success in the yeah. Olympic games. I always thought that that was related to funding. And when I was looking into while preparing for Nick, I, I realized that it's the opposite. The U S practically doesn't fund at all amateur sport and Canada does, no. but, um, why don't we have more amateur athletes then? Sometimes, you know, um, Sometimes the the it's the the 
attitude. I don't want to say it's it's only that, but one of the things that I I I, I saw and I, I realized sometimes the attitude. You have some people who going who's going to the world championship or Olympic, whatever, and they have the 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 team uniform. Let's say you represent Canada and everything. Okay, you made the team. You're not there yet. Yeah. But sometimes the, the attitude is like, okay, well, I made the team. I represent Canada. Great. That's it. Your job, you didn't do the job yet. Yeah. There's another, there, there's another step. I mean, when you go there, it's like it's like a war. I mean, the guys, you want, you want to be there. You want to be at your top. You want and training. You want, you want, it's not just to make the team. That's to me, it's not uh, it's not it's not enough. Mm -hmm. You have to, you have to go there. We have talent. We have talent here, but sometimes it's the 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 the, the mental aspect you need we need more yeah i remember i used to push uh, the younger generation all the time he, push, he, push 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 again nick had brought yeah. up an interesting point uh and he said that in the u.s track and field is just so present in mm -hmm. the university campuses and yeah. in the schools that it's only natural to assume that they're going to transition uh you know to uh to the national teams or mm -hmm. to compete internationally yeah whereas we don't have that here we, we don't much. have that we don't have that but uh i mean again what i was saying before that's not supposed to be an excuse no exactly we didn't have that i don't want to compare everything in 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 my era i mean excuses like okay we're a british i want to to uh to, to go at the olympics i want to win medal he has no money mm -hmm. The environment here in Quebec, uh, oh, in the winter time, we have three months, four months. He cannot train. He cannot do a hundred meters straight. So he has the disadvantage or, or because of that, he's not going to succeed compared to the U.S., compared to this. So he's going to do his little thing. No, I want to, I want to be the best. Mm -hmm. I want to be better than them. So what I'm going to do? Well, there's a problem. I don't have money. I went on knock on doors. Yeah. Tell me about that. Sir, uh, the guy, uh, uh, Besides my uh, my uh, my house, the convenience store. Hey, Michelle. Well, I want to go to the Olympics. Well, can you help? Oh, my Bruni, it's, it's tough business stuff. I I would like to, but I can't. Went to do to see another one. No, no, no. We keep going. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. Finally, I got the first first uh, entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. He owned a restaurant, and I did I did my uh, sales pitch, and he gave me five hundred dollars. Okay, I went to buy my first. Uh, pair of shoes, shoes and everything. Yeah. I want to knock on door and everything. Yeah. So I said to myself, where are the best competition to compete? In Europe. Okay, what I'm waiting for. Mm -hmm. So at that time, I started to do uh, to make the team. I was getting $450 per month with Sport Canada. Mm -hmm. With the small amount of money that I had, I put it on my, in my career. Mm -hmm. I went to Italy. Live by myself. I had my first agent there and everything. I, I didn't speak one word of Italian. Man, that was tough. Yeah. When I was sleeping at night, no friends to talk, like no really money, mm -hmm. struggling. Mm -hmm. Man, I was crying. Mm -hmm. And I said to myself, man, I'm not going to give up. Yeah. I'm not going to give up. But I could have said easily, well, okay, well, I have no money. The American have this. European of that, ta, ta, ta. I'm not going to succeed. I stopped. Yeah. Why stop? How bad do you want it? Yeah. I want it so bad. So I, I made the sacrifice. So to me, it's, that's what I said. There's no excuse. It's well, not because that the American has more that we, we're going to let the American yeah. wins and, and, and everything. To me, that's an excuse. Well, you've definitely set an example, right? I mean, you've set a precedent and, uh, 
I'm sure that there's a lot of Canadian athletes that have looked up to you and uh, they, they got inspired by what you've done uh, because you have a very successful track record uh, as, a, as an athlete, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, a four-time Olympian. Just, just the fact, because the way that I was raised, uh, you know, the fact that you participate in the Olympics is just enormous as yeah. such, right? Yep. Of course, if, you know, you win a medal, then, you know, uh, mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're with a god kind yeah. of thing, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if we look back at the ancient Greeks, but you know, four-time Olympian already, that is an enormous success. Mm. Uh, you know, one Olympic gold, uh, many uh, world championships. Uh, you're in the Canadian and the Quebec Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you started doing this, you know, when you started uh, practicing as an athlete and training, did then did you realize then that okay, I need to achieve, I need to go to the top, I need to be an Olympic medalist? Was that uh, was that starting to establish a little bit in 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 your mind? Yeah, you know when I start to 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 have that, it's when I when I when I saw Carl Lewis actually at the Olympic at 17 years old, and to me it was like okay, I started to think about that, and when I had my uh, my first coach, finally after five years, he was trying to to recruit me, so I finally uh, went to him. So he taught me everything about the the the, the mindset. The mindset yeah about how to uh, to to uh, to prepare uh, your brain to believe that and the me i see is the me i'll be to tell you the truth at first i thought that my first coach my first coach was crazy so what is he talking what is this guy talking about oh you have to believe you can make you your brain believe and everything and and i started to 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 do it i started to to visualize i, I started to see myself like running those times. It, it it doesn't happen overnight, mm-hmm. but it's more you practice it, you practice it, you practice it, you have to your physical uh, effort also. And after that, you know what? You built your confidence. See, because it's easy to train, right? It's easy yeah. to train hard yeah. and and to, to become strong and to race fast, but it's so difficult to get your mind right. It's it's there. You know what? One one example I want I'd like to to uh, to give you uh, your auditors. I have two daughters, and uh, now my my oldest one, she she stopped tennis. She she went to the state. She has full scholarship at uh, Penn State and everything. Now she has a, a job and everything. She's very happy with that. But when she was competing, and I I was teaching her uh, also about the 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 the, the, the mental aspect, and the same uh, person, psychological psychologist, was working with me. He went to uh, to 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 work with her. She didn't believe it at first and everything. And I remember we were, we were at uh, one tournament. She was on a national team. And then she was going to, uh, the next day, she was going to see against who she was going to play. So when she saw her opponent, and I was sitting back in the, in the, in the big room, she came back to me, like her shoulder, like drop in the mm-hmm. front and walking like this. I, that's the signal that... You don't believe in your yeah in yourself. yourself. I, I could see it, mm-hmm. and I told her, "Come on, Kim. Against who are you gonna play?" She go, oh, "Dad, that girl is uh, top twenty in the world." It's like, "What do you want me to do?" She was finished already. Mm-hmm. I said, "Try to change that mindset." I said, "No, come on, you can do it. Challenge her and everything." So she came the next day and on the court with that attitude. Guess what happened? She lost zero six. The other girl was just beating her yeah. like crazy. Yeah. And every time I said, come on, Kim, come on, Kim. And at some point, the girl was going to make a point and something happened here. 
She went and bam, she made the point. I said, go, stay there, stay there. So she changed her mindset. At that point, she was like, come on, let's go, let's go. She was playing like I never seen my daughter play like mm. that. She lost, but she lost in tie break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She almost won the first set like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And after the match, she was like, you are right, dad. So what happened? It's all in the head. It's, it's all in the head. So yeah. th that's what I say to people. Come on, guys, you can do it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it, it, it's it's unbelievable. Uh, I mean, but <laughs> your your daughter, uh, she's no she's no longer uh, training. She's no longer running because I, I think uh, I've my uh, my oldest one. She graduated uh, three years ago, and now she's uh, she's working. But my little one, she just graduated from my uh, UConn University of uh, Connecticut. But she stay uh, she stay another semester. Uh, she's still running the the four, She's running the four hundred meters, and uh, hopefully she said her goal was to uh, is, is to uh, to make a team. Uh, maybe this year, uh, maybe next year, the Olympic. I don't know. We're gonna see another so Seren running. We're gonna see another Seren. I, I, I said to her, I can support you psychologically and everything, but the person who's gonna run at the track, it's, it's you. you exactly. So it's on you. <laughs> The question, yeah. the question, the burning question is: Is she gonna run under the U.S. flag or the Canadian flag? And uh, she's gonna run under the, uh, the Canadian, Canadian, <laughs> okay, yeah. Good. Because even even if she trains there and everything, they have a scholarship and everything. But, you can uh, choose your team. Yeah, she's 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 she's, she's Canadian. Well, we're, yeah. we're gonna look forward to that one. Yes. <laughs> Give me, um, you know, your the, like your most disappointing moment uh, in your career. That was '96 um, as well. Um, just before we won the gold medal and the four by one, uh, my goal was to win uh, also the the one hundred meters. Now remember, at first when I said um, like a lot of time people are are scared and everything, I always say to people also do it <clears throat> for yourself. Ninety six uh, for the hundred. My my state of mind was the way I said was was off. I was, instead of saying that I'm going there, I'm going to have fun, I'm going to do my best, I'm, I'm doing it, I do it for me. My state of mind was, oh my God, I have this potential. I'm scared to disappoint my country. I'm scared to disappoint my family. I'm scared to disappoint my sponsor and my friends. That's where my mindset mm -hmm. was. But at that time, I didn't understand. At that time, at some point, I didn't even like track. Mm -hmm. And that year, Olympic year, I remember three or four times I was going, I was driving to go to the sports center. No passion. Three, four times I made a U-turn. I went back home. I didn't practice. No. I was in my bubble. I didn't understand. Wow. So when that happened and the semifinal, where they're gonna take there's two semifinals, where they're gonna take the first four to make the final, I finished fifth. In my competition. That means 100 meters is over, my friend. It's over. There's had nothing you, you can do. Had you given just a little bit more effort, maybe you would have made the cut. Yeah. And what do you do then? I'm like, oh my God. In French, we say the jour J, like the, 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 yeah. the, the, the day that the you're day. supposed to, to the, the, <laughs> yeah, day, yeah. The, the day, you're supposed to, to do it and it doesn't happen. Sometimes people take years to, to recover. I said to people, and I read a lot about uh, motivational, yeah. uh, psychological and everything. When you had that, that situation, they said, okay, well, everybody has that capacity. Say to yourself, why are you here? 
what you're going to do about it. Mm-hmm. ASAP. I went back home, put the, that, that time, you remember those big VHS uh, oh, the cassette? cassette, the cassette. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went home, put the cassette, watched the 100. Okay. Said to myself, Bruni, why, what, what just happened? Why are you there? Why are you there? After seeing that tape 50, 100 times and everything, in the middle of the night, oh my God. Yeah. Why three or four times I didn't go to practice? I didn't like it. I didn't like track and field. Why? I understand now. I wasn't doing it for, for me. Mm-hmm. I let the, 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 the scariness and everything took over. Second question now. What are you going to do about it? Change your mindset. Bah. Okay. From now on, I'm going to do it for myself. I'm going to have fun. A couple of hours later, I was at the pool. Life is great. Da, da, da. People will look at me like, he just lost. Why is he celebrating? <laughs> Why is he celebrating? <laughs> Bruni, are, are you okay? Yeah. Is everything fine? Yeah, everything's fine. Just change it. Yeah. Everybody has this capacity. And five years after that, go medal. Yep. Is that your probably your, your most incredible moment winning the medal? Yeah. That's that's uh that's the 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 ultimate. Sometimes in my uh, conferences, people asking me, "How did you feel? What's what's the feeling like?" It's almost like you cannot you cannot explain it. It's like can you imagine there? You have ninety thousand people standing. You're hearing your the the national anthem, and you see the Canada flag just yeah. rise, and you see the showing the your race in slow motion. And I remember I had my two arms in the in the air, passing the baton to Donovan, and the feeling was like I was shaking. I had blood through my veins and everything. I almost like the feeling that I was going going to faint. It's it's magic. Yeah. The adrenaline was like so incredible. I said, and I knew that. I said to myself. I don't think I'm gonna I'm gonna live something like that again in my life so so intense. It this was, was in Atlanta, was right? In Atlanta, ninety uh, ninety uh, ninety six. It was it was crazy. And of course, after that, okay, the boys all together, the team together, and everything. Party. We didn't sleep that night. Party. I mean, like 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 crazy. I mean, that those moments, it's like it's gonna stay with me for for the rest of my life. See, there's there's uh, there's certain moments that you always remember, right? Like for me, obviously, like September 11, the attacks. Yeah. There's remember, there's those kind of moments. Yeah. Uh, I'm not kidding with you. Yeah. The, the the Olympic Games in yeah. Atlanta. I was I don't know 15 years old. Uh, I remember we were up north at my uh, at a chalet. Yeah. And we're we're watching the games. We were jumping of joy. It was yeah. just incredible. I think from the second runner in the relay, uh, I remember this like it was yesterday. Yeah. And you're just destroying the Americans. We're like, this is it. This is yeah, it. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I don't even. I don't even think I even yeah. saw the rest of the race. We're just jumping yep. and hugging and yelling and screaming. And we didn't even know you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's true. A, That's it's true. Just a sense of pride. So, yeah. Sense of pride. Because it was a. It was the. It was the nation. I mean. And even today, I'm sometimes I'm 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 still okay. I pinch myself. Say, oh my god, this has happened. That happened in '96, and today people still talk, of talk to me about 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 that. 
I because, mean, what what they were doing and everything was because aside, aside yeah. from that, I mean, even yeah. even Donovan Bailey that year broke the record. Yeah. It, it was just yeah. such a momentous yeah. time for That's, the Canadian track and field team. Yeah, and you know what what's what's funny because at first, because you know that we're doing our stuff, we we kind of like in, in our bubble and everything, and I was hearing people say that okay, well, we won. It's not like. They won. No, no, we it's won. It's like we won. Yeah, like, won. Uh, like, yeah you, like you won. Love victorious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and just recently, I was, uh, I was doing a, a conference and the, 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 the company who hired me, the, 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 the boss was like, he, he was explaining and everything. And he was like, okay, Bruin, I don't want to hear about uh, how you practice art and everything. Now it's just party. We won, we won, we won. It's, it's, it's like, it's, it's crazy. And I feel so fortunate also to, to have been taking part of of this part of uh canadian uh sport uh history like that to me it's like uh it's a it's a bless right. it's a big sure. it's a big bless well you're in you the know? books now yeah. so it's in the book so and 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 the fact that today i can i can go to school i can go to corporation talk about um, you know the, the mindset about psychological about about uh, how to prepare yourself the challenges and everything the, to have this great opportunity almost every week it's like, oh my God, thank, thank, thank you, thank for you, sure. Canada, thank you, thank you, God, thank, thanks for everything. Yeah. What about the youngsters that you meet? Obviously, I mean, some of them weren't even born. Yeah. <laughs> in '96, yeah. do are they aware of you know this sort of thing? You know what I tell them? Like, uh, in fact, I mean, Thursday morning I'm going to go in the school to say second out Yeah. And I said to the, the the director, make sure that when I'm going to come, before I come. To tell them to go to and uh, go uh, YouTube yeah, and Google, Google and everything. Google <laughs> to say to 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 to, to go But to my big surprise, when I uh, because at first I was like, okay, well, I was kind of not scared, but I had a, a apprehension, you know. And when I go, like, I have a good uh, connection. good reception, yeah. good connection to with the kids and everything. I, I just I just love it because you're an athlete. Yeah. yeah, I love it. Had yeah. they brought a scientist, they yeah. would fall asleep. Yeah. They'd be finished. But that's the fact <laughs> that it's an athlete, oh, it's sports. Yeah, yeah that's true. That's true. Yeah. yeah, you walk in I with have, your medal. I have. I'm having a blast. <laughs> I mean, life is good. I like to share. I mean, uh, I just love it. Uh, yeah. Talk to me about about your family a little bit because obviously, uh, an achievement uh, at this level requires a lot of sacrifice. Um, yeah. And I think you were with your wife before you, or at the, at the time yeah. that you were starting to train early. Yeah. Uh, how, how does that all happen? How do you, how do you take all that in? Uh, how, how does the family deal with all that? It's, um, I could say that, um, not that it's, it wasn't tough, but um, in my case, because my, uh, my wife, um, she was um, doing a lot of sports uh, also. And she almost been on the national team of uh, handball. Okay. And uh, actually, after that, she had surgery after surgery and everything. But she understood, like the, the the the, the sacrifice that you you need to 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 make, you need mm-hmm. to do to to achieve uh, that level. And I remember very well also at, at the beginning. I said, okay, well, yes, you understand. And at the same time, I'm not gonna be your kind of back then normal boyfriend or mm-hmm. future husband and everything like be there all the time in the house and everything i'm gonna travel a lot and i'm gonna sometimes i'm gonna when i'm in practice i'm in practice when i'm competition i'm in competition but when i'm home i'm with you i'm with you mm-hmm. and she understood that mm-hmm. so it was it was it was uh easier but unfortunately uh maybe there's other reason also i have, I have a lot of friends that were on the same path 
asked me, but it didn't. It, it didn't, didn't work it didn't out work as well. Out. It didn't work out as well. I'm, I'm very grateful for that. Well, it, it must definitely have an impact in your success, right? To, yeah. To have that sort of support system already established from home, where you need it the most, right? Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. your first yeah. priority. That's my uh, my the the, the balance. I mean, uh, in life, I mean, you need you need to have a balance. Even even I remember uh, people were saying, okay, well, when I decided to get to get married, oh my God, Bruni, marriage is gonna distract. You need to focus one hundred percent in that. When I want to have kids, oh my God, it's gonna distract and everything. I mean, to me, it was my it was my balance. I mean, if I didn't if I didn't have that, I don't think I would have last that long. And I I said to my family, they are the a big part of the of the of the success mm-hmm. because at track when i had problem or injuries there was a lot of injuries and thing doesn't go well but when i went to uh, back home and i see my kids and everything i was dad mm-hmm. i was the husband i wasn't the, the the super athletes and everything and matter in fact i'm going to tell you a little story my kids my oldest one i remember she was uh maybe like eight years old around that and uh, the school asked me to uh, to go, mm-hmm. and I remember she was sitting in the front, and they announced, oh, "Okay, welcome, Bruni Seren." So I came around, and she was looking all around, and I could see her reaction. She was like, "Why are they applauding applauding my uh, my dad and everything?" And after the conference, she asked me, "Dad, why? Like, why are you here, and why?" Uh, because to me, I, I never said to my kids, okay, your dad is a kind of a, super a superhero yeah, and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To me, it was, like, it was a daddy. And wow. all the time on the street, they didn't understand. Like when people was talking about uh, with me, I said, dad, did you know that that woman or this, this, this gentleman? I said, no, they just want to talk. He said, well, you always tell me to don't talk to strangers. Why are you talking to... <laughs> that, that's so funny. Yeah, that's so, so funny. It, was, it, was, it was good. <laughs> but, but it's impressive, right, for the kids to see their, um, their parents get that kind of attention. And they don't understand. Yeah. I mean, I recently went through it for the last campaign, and I have to... Well, the little one doesn't understand. She's like yeah. 10 months old. Right. But the old one was just in this, uh, in this moment of what's going on here yeah all these people yeah. are here cheering on my dad yeah. and supporting him and because you're a public you're a public figure you probably have to go see your your yeah. your, 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 your people shake and talk and, and, and it's funny yeah. how they adapt right because by the middle of the campaign she's uh, just walking in the the, the yeah, yeah. election office <laughs> saying hi to everybody <laughs> shaking hands she's part of the team man <laughs> Oh my god! But it, it, it must be something though to see your your kids kind of follow in your footsteps. Is, is mm. that is that like a source of pride for you? I mean, I'm sure I'm, I'm sure you're the kind of guy that didn't really pressure your kids to do what they wanted. They, they yeah. probably let them the, the the freedom to do what they want. But yeah. seeing them kind of naturally follow that progression, it must. Uh, I'm must very feel proud. Like, yeah. I'm very proud. I'm very proud. And I said to my kids uh, from years uh, ago, I mean, you guys decide. It's 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 your life. I'm not gonna decide for you and everything. Uh, mom and dad always gonna is gonna is gonna support you. And once my little one, especially my little one, uh, said, "Okay, well, I want to do uh, to do track," and she started track at like 15 years old and everything. And I said, "I, I anticipate." I said, "Okay, well, maybe there's gonna be people putting pressure on you because you know you're certain and everything. Um, as long as you always." put in the work, you do your best and everything, I'm always going to be proud of you. Yeah. 
if you finish first, you finish last, whatever you do your best, I'm going to be proud of you. Don't put pressure on yourself. Mm -hmm. And the fact that she wants to compete in an high level, level, and now she is she aspire to uh, to to make the, the the Canadian team and everything. I didn't tell her that. That came from her, and I'm going to support her, but no pressure. Of course, no pressure, but. Let's just think hypothetically now, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm sure she is because from what you're saying, she seems to be a very dedicated girl. Yeah. Imagine she makes it to the Olympics. How do you feel? I'm gonna like cry. You, you come full cry. circle. <laughs> yeah? It comes full circle. Gonna, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. It's gonna take it. I'm very, um, I'm very, uh, I'm, very, I'm a very sensitive, emotional, yeah. emotional, yeah. emotional guy and everything. But just recently, she had a, she had a. a, a she was graduate graduation. I was yeah. at the graduation. It took me like everything. So okay, to keep well, your composure. Yeah. I said, <laughs> okay, now I'm really now. Think about something else. There's no way I'm gonna cry in front of people. There's no way. <laughs> you know, but inside, she was like crazy. And now I see to see my two daughters graduated from university and everything, to me it's like that's uh that's yeah. uh that's worth worth a, a fortune for me. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um let's talk about your business. Um Tell me a little bit about that transition from going from, you know, pro athlete to doing anything. I mean, in your case, you're an entrepreneur. Yeah. How easy or how hard is it? How challenging? You know, I, I think that I, I was, um, the, the, the path was like I was, uh, I had some signal before I retired. Because the first time I, I heard an ex-athlete, ex-Olympian, Everything, something happened there. The, they, they were talking about depression. Mm -hmm. First time I heard about that, I said to myself, well, that's a lie. That's say n'importe quoi. Mm -hmm. And after that, second time, another athlete. Oh, yeah, really? And then I went to talk to, um, to one uh, of the ex-Olympians. Uh, she was a, 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 a diver. And she said, yeah, well, uh, myself too. I had problems adjusting. Because you know, for for many years you're doing the same thing, the coach taking care of your training. You have, say, let's say, your agent taking care of the the financial whatever aspect and everything. You have like you are you are in the middle, and everything in the circle, they are looking after you. Mm -hmm. So your job is to train and okay. Yeah. But now once you finish, you are on your own. Like you have to, you are in a figure normal, it out. you figure yeah. it out. You are in a normal life and everything. I'm like, okay, oh yeah, really and everything. So from there. Two years and a half, almost three years before I retired, I said, okay, well, this is the year I want to retire. What's, what do I, I, I like better doing? What's, uh, what's my, uh, my passion and everything? So I, I started to write my goals, my dreams, what I want to do and everything. And I started to take action. So once I retired, the two months after that, I was moving to my dream house. I started my uh, my uh, my businesses just like that, mm -hmm. and it's been going on for like um, eight, seventeen uh, years now. And thank God, I'm touching wood. Mm -hmm. Everything is is going well. Mm -hmm. But everything I'm doing now was planned. Yeah, I didn't wait till I retired to say, okay, well, now uh, what I'm gonna do? Because that's that's the the danger part. Yeah, you naturally progressed into Na it. Exactly. And I, I, I took, I took action. I mean, uh, it's the same thing, same my, mindset as when I was, uh, when I was running. I mean, I always like fashion. Mm -hmm. And uh, fortunately, I was, 
dressed uh, and sported by the by the best uh, uh, company and and the world, Nike. Mm-hmm. And Nike, uh, a lot of time, I was uh, I was trying their the the outfit shoes and everything, give them feedback and everything. So when once I did my best performance and they invited me at the head office, I went twice in uh, in uh, in Portland. I was oh my god, this is Nike. Yeah, that's crazy, yeah. man. I was just there, you know, living the life. Yeah. And at some point, I was uh, sitting down with the 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 top designer. Yeah, we were talking about the, the fabrics, the colors, and everything. And I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And I said to myself, "This is one of the things that I want to do. How I'm going to do that? Same thing like in track. Oh well, I can't because um, I'm not a designer." Mm-hmm. I'm not this, I'm not that, I don't have a team. So if you don't have a team, go get a team. Yeah. What's stopping you? Yeah. So my team is here. Yeah. And it's been going on for for years now. Mm-hmm. Then and the thing that I, I I I saw and the me I see is the me I'll be. It's right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's right there. How much impact did the your your the career you had as an athlete have on you developing you know the hard work ethic and the um, the the attitude and even the vision to succeed in business. Oh, I mean, sport, track give me all that. Yeah, give me that everything, 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 everything. I mean, sometimes I see people like the, the everything people say that negative to don't do it, to don't realize it, or go uh, work to realize it. I see all the positive mm-hmm. about going there. So, and a lot of time I said to to people, I said, <clears throat> "Why are you Why are you talking about this? Why don't you see the bright side?" Yeah. Oh, I don't have this. I don't. Have okay, well, go get it. One of my slogan is "Go get it." Go get it. Because what's because, the problem? Because you went through a lot of adversity, right, to achieve. And I, I'm imagining the the same reflexes that you had back then of overcoming. Yep. Uh, those challenges are probably the same that you have now. You, it's it's yep. almost. Uh, uh, it's like breathing, basically. I mean, to, to, today I have, I have I have challenges, and the future I'm going to have challenges. Mm-hmm. It's there for everybody. Yeah. Then what? I'm I'm just gonna sit home and and don't do nothing. Yeah. You have you have to go. Your your clothing line now is is available where Aubenry, I know. Yeah, we have uh, we are in all uh, Aubenry, uh across Quebec. And now we are looking also to to be uh, to be uh, outside uh, outside Quebec. Um, uh, my conferences, ninety five percent of my conferences conferences uh, in cooperation. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like almost like uh, every week. We started to do uh, team building uh, also. I mean uh, to work to, to work in and uh, team and uh, and everything. Let's talk about that. Your public yeah. speaking engagements, yeah. uh, like you said, it's mostly corporations. Um, it's mostly team building. Are you there to kind of motivate them? Uh, I mean, you 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 discuss this with the the companies on exactly what goals they want to achieve and how you can help them uh, build. Yeah. Uh, each the- each each company, I'm, 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 uh, I go. I mean, of course, I, I talk to them about to see like the 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 what their challenges and their industry and everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna take like a. Um, comparison uh, directly so they, we uh, we connect and everything there's two options we can do uh, only 
the 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 conference. I mean, after that, there's Q, uh, Q and A and everything. And I stay with the employees. Sometimes we do a one on one and everything. And they have the option also, like we do physical uh, stuff. Uh, uh, like you did at Trombla recently. I well, saw I it on your yeah. Trombla running do, in the snow. Running in the snow. I would have called in everything. sick. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and, and also, I said uh, recently, I was in, uh, in in Barbados. I was walking on the uh, at the beach. I said, well, if you guys want to do team building. At the beach also, I'm available. I don't so feel come so see good. Me. I don't feel so good today. <laughs> we can go on the beach and everything. So it's all all that that team bounding, you yeah. know, and everything. Yeah. And uh, recently, I mean, uh, I bumped into uh, a study in in in, uh, in Google. Google made a study, and they said that uh, the, the teams who's gonna have the the best results and everything and and evolve better, it's the team that actually will have that that team bonding it's yeah. not only okay you work and i say hi hi but more you're gonna have, have a cohesion, cohesion yeah. with you with you with your colleague you're gonna have results like like chris and i've been saying that for years so i'd like to to repeat that story thank you you follow up you follow up with these companies you 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 uh, to track a little bit where they were and where they've come some some of them sometimes they they they, they do like a, a um Okay, where they are now and the, and the company everything, but that's that's a service that I'm I'm now offering also because before that it was yeah. like a one shot deal and everything, yeah. but now I want to do I want to do some some uh, follow back also. Yeah, I, I want to talk a little bit about you giving back because I know that it's part of your philosophy. You have a foundation. Uh, tell yeah. me a little bit about the foundation. Foundation, uh, it's been going on for like twenty years now, uh, and this year we're gonna have our seventeen. Uh, years of fundraising because before I was I was uh, by myself and everything. What do we do? Uh, we go into uh, into school like I'm going uh, uh, this week. Uh, we promote healthy uh, lifestyle, and now my foundation we're gonna hire uh, other. Uh, we call it uh, ambassador. Mm-hmm. Like uh, sometimes we have uh, hockey players, mm-hmm. celebrities going into school, influence the the, the, the kids, and also for um, uh, to stay uh, to stay in school. That's one part of the foundation we do. And second one, we do um, spoggitude, mm-hmm. burse, mm-hmm. uh, like a bursary, bursary yeah. uh, spoggitude. And um, maybe once every year and a half and two years, I organize a training camp. Uh, last time we were in uh, Bradenton, so where I brought uh, 18 kids and in, uh, in track, uh, of course. We had uh, soccer, football, and basketball, and these are all recipients of the bursary, or the, just of, anyone? Uh, different, different okay, okay. Uh, bursary. Because remember, uh, like I told you in the in the beginning of the of the uh, podcast, I didn't have no money when exactly. I started and everything, and I had people give me a, a first chance and everything, and after that I was sponsored and everything. And if today there's a lot of kids who has this potential and everything, and who doesn't have the financial aspect, so if I can make a ease. Like they were, they they did for me in the past, and that's what I'm, uh, that's what I'm, I'm, uh, I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How important is it for you to keep these youngsters motivated and inspired? It's important for me because I know, I know the 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 I know the outcome. Mm-hmm. I know the outcome, and uh, also sometimes not only not only to be like Olympian and win medals and everything, and to 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 be better person, and especially in high school, some other cats are gonna say. Sometimes to stay away from trouble, yeah, you know. Yeah. So after school, uh, so instead of you know hanging out, hanging yeah, out yeah. and making this and that, you know, go do sport because at at one point I was there. Like uh, if it wasn't the sport, if it wasn't like okay, Daniel is waiting for me at Saint Claude I could have have 
other direction yeah, easily. Yeah, taking the wrong path. Yeah, wrong, wrong path. So that 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 make me a better person, and I I didn't up I didn't end up in jail or mm-hmm. maybe die. Yeah, for sure. You know, I want to talk to you about a little secret that we share. <clears throat> Uh, and I know this not because I was involved in it, but because uh-huh. I was backstage while everything was being prepared, and it has to do with uh, politics. And I remember back in 2012, um, we had lost our campaign, and we had a new leader, and there was a huge focus on putting together the best possible team for the next elections, which were not far because it was a minority government, so the elections were coming in 2014. Yeah, and there was a possibility. Uh, there was an empty, uh, there was a seat available in the riding just next to ours. And because of the proximity, um, back then the leader, uh, uh, Mr. Couillard, had asked my, my boss to, to, to help him out in finding the, the, right, uh, the right person. And I remember once we're, we're sitting and he told me, um, what do you think about Bruni Surin? You know? Oh, <laughs> and I thought, you know, it's, it's fantastic. I mean, uh, people like this in politics um, uh, are ideal. Yeah. Um, I, I know that you refused, obviously, but I was always curious to know why. Why not make the jump? Why not make the jump? You know, um, politics, yes, of course, I, 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 I follow that. I think um, it's, 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 it's vicious. I mean, uh, sometimes people want to win at... at any cost, any high cost. I mean, That's when true. when I see those politicians, I mean, sometimes people uh, talking about this this politician one, but when they mix that with your personal stuff or your your family yeah, affair yeah. and everything, I wouldn't. I wouldn't personally. I'm. I'm. I don't think I can. I could put my 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 wife or my kids under that in that situation. If it was. Playing fair, I would say. There's no such thing as fair playing it, politics. Exactly. So, so that's blows. that's the part. All the time, I'm like, do I really need this? Do I need to? Okay. Sometimes, if they want to break me, they're gonna go after my wife, after my kids, saying bad things. And yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, I remember 1985. Bruni said this, and it, I don't need this. Yeah. You know? Look, you're already a public figure, but when you enter the political realm, huh. it it becomes a different level of public image yeah where anything could be held accountable they can go back to god yeah. knows how far oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. but i'm going to tell you a little bit of the 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 idea that we that we had behind all this so that you can know i mean obviously i'm yeah. to do but yeah because like you said it's true that in politics um it's dirty it's it, dirty it, yeah. it but yeah there there's the partisanship uh. and then there's the politics and sometimes there's a there, there there's a there, there's a difficulty in distinguishing both but when people such as yourself, like uh-huh. recognized athletes, come in the picture, who have this uh, level of respect, first of all, from all parties involved, it helps. Uh, you know, it, it helps put the partisanship aside, okay. and it helps the politics progress. Um, and for me, it's interesting now because we have uh, Enrico Ciccone that yep. was just elected, and for yep. me, I'm just yep. interested to see how yep. that's going to evolve because. Very few people know that backstage, a lot of the things happen uh, in good spirits. Everybody looks at the question period. Everybody yeah, looks yeah, at the, yeah. the, the press conferences yeah. and, you know, it, it, it's all Sometimes it's a show. It's, sometimes it, it's, it's a show. It's a big show. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's all theatrics. Yeah. Yeah. And behind the scene, uh, 
Yeah. Uh, everything happens quite smoothly. Uh, the parties are able to negotiate between. Yeah. And having an individual like yourself who would have been able to garner that kind of support all around, I think it would have brought a lot of value, obviously, to the party. I think of it, you know, on a partisan level, but also on a political level. Yeah. Uh, it would have been good. But I understand your point of yeah. view, oh, and yeah. it's a difficult decision. I was too scared for that. You're Bruni Surain, man. You, can, yeah. you shouldn't be afraid of anything. <laughs> well, actually, I saw I saw uh, uh, Enrico, and I saw like uh, how he's uh, evolving and, and that and everything. But even him, yeah. he yeah. came in in a very controversial manner. Very controversial. Uh, I remember. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. look, that's gone, mm-hmm. and uh, thankfully uh, we forget very quickly. Yeah. And uh, see, I'm following what he's doing now, and you know he has a lot of respect from his peers in the in okay. the house, and I hope a lot of good thing comes out of it because he has a lot of good ideas. Yeah. And is Isabel Charret also? Yeah, well, there you go. That's, that's another yeah, one. Exactly. That's another one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so far, so good. So, so we don't need you yet. <laughs> so, no, no, no. So, do uh, you want to answer for me? No, no, no. I just wanted to ask you because yeah, yeah. there was a there was a process be, behind uh, which we were kind of involved. Yeah. And we we all got excited. We're like, I remember, I remember, person. I remember very well. <laughs> and you would have gotten a writing that was, you know, pretty winnable. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Uh, I appreciate your time. I know that you're a busy man. I'm going to let you get on to your work, but uh, I really appreciate it. And I know that you're going to bring a lot of value. I want to wish you a lot of success. I follow you and I'll continue to follow you. Thank you. Um, and uh, I'm sure that I'll be seeing you much more now that I have time. <laughs> yes. No, no, but thank you. Thank you for the for the, for the the interview. I see that you were very, uh, very prepared. You went, you went very well. Congratulations. Thank to you. you. Thank you. Yep. It's, it's part yep. of my, uh, it's part of my uh, past DNA. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it, Bruni. See you guys.